Today on the podcast, we continue in that Christmas spirit as you hear stories from the staff as they're going to share with you some of their traditions, some of their memories, and special occasions that have taken place in the Christmas season. Enjoy their stories. Hey, this is Adam. My favorite Christmas memory is... So being a pastor's kid, I always loved the Christmas Eve service. My parents were uh, a big part of the creative elements of the Christmas Eve services. And so they, they always made it look really, really cool. And, and there's a lot of fun Christmas memories for that. But when we were little, we had actual like midnight Christmas services. So we would always like our Christmas Eve present was we would get Christmas PJs. And then after we got the PJs, we would go to bed for a while and then my mom would wake us up and we would go to church in our Christmas PJs for the Christmas Eve service and then we would go back to bed but there was one particular Christmas Eve service that I really really liked where they took Christmas lights and made from the entrance of the church all the way down to the sanctuary they were hanging from the ceiling and so it was completely dark the only thing lighting up the area was those Christmas lights and then there was like this tower of lights that hung from the ceiling with one single star over a manger and I remember walking in like not having seen it and just thinking like this is the most magical thing I've ever seen and then my dad gave a, a Christmas message super low-key super chill and then we stood around with the the candles and it was like all right Merry Christmas you can go home and I don't really remember Christmas morning but that was just that particular Christmas Eve ser- service stood out a lot just because of how beautiful this the center was and having the christmas pjs and going at night was fun hey it's kara ann My favorite thing that we do at Christmas each year, and I feel like most of my favorite Christmas memories are tied into, is Dip Fest. We do Dip Fest every Christmas Eve after the Christmas Eve service. And it began because growing up, all of my family lived 12 or so hours away. And so we began just a Christmas Eve tradition where we would invite the other staff who didn't have family in town and uh, eventually kind of evolved into other families or friends or just kind of strays. We've had quite the group of people over the years that have joined us. And it is, there are some families that are same each year and some that are different that we just come together after Christmas Eve service and we have a bunch of dips. It's like Sean and I are sending each other recipes all throughout the year. Like, should we try this at Dip Fest? It's so much fun. I mean, it's delicious, but also just the, like, I don't know, the gathering community aspect of that. We're all just hanging out together, and it's just a fun. It's like you don't have that family tradition when all your family is that far away, and so you're just gathering with your people on Christmas Eve. It is funny how, like, then sometimes people who came one year because they didn't have family, and then the next year they had family plans but like they don't want to miss it so they'll just come a couple hours late or they'll bring their family with them and so we have had all these people were like it's kind of not the point but you know what join us and so we'll have all these people with extra family but i also think for me like the really special part of it is like this church really was my family growing up we didn't my family was far away and so 
I think that it was a cool, I think it was a cool idea that my parents had to do this and to gather together, but it also, um, just, it made me love these people more. Like these are my people. Um, we did everything together. We did holidays together because our family was always far away. So this church was my family, is my family. And we're always at my, what are traditionally family gatherings. And I think that's why Dipfest is like so special to me is it was just such a symbol of the church being my family. Sean Evans. <laughs> you want him to press that button so bad. <laughs> oh my gosh. And my, we've talked about our family's favorite Christmas um, kind of tradition, and that that is Dip Fest. And one of the things, too, that, and the whole rationale with it was because of our Christmas Eve service. And so I, I love. I love the VNC Christmas Eve service. It just, I don't know. It just, for me, it kind of puts a, a um, an end to the calendar year, even though I know it's a week out, but it's it's kind of like, all right, wow, we, we made it another year. And, and, and I love being a part of that. And it's, uh, you know, I don't know why, but as a child, we didn't have a Christmas Eve service. We didn't do one all the way through. I had never really been a part of a Christmas Eve service until uh, moving to Valpo. And that that became really just one of our major things and our whole family goes. And, and so Dip Fest is a part of that, but it was created because of that Christmas Eve service. Yeah, this is Chris, and you know, when you grow up with your dad as a firefighter, your your Christmas looks different from year to year. So some years we were all we were all at home together. Other years he was at work. Some years we were at the fire station. It just it kind of varied. So there wasn't like that consistent year to year kind of kind of uh, memory or tradition or, or whatever. But we had some family friends of ours that uh, we were over at their house quite often and they would babysit me and my little sister when we were younger and whatnot. And I always remember at Christmas time when we would go over to their house, their Christmas tree was always in the exact same place. It was decorated exactly the same way. There was always strings of popcorn. There was always strings of candy. And the candy dish on the little table next to the Christmas tree always had the little, they're like, um, I don't know, rubber, I guess, <laughs> like mint, like peppermint flavored, like circles with like the little red lines on the outside edge and the little green Christmas tree in the middle. You know what I'm talking oh, about? I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Yeah, and it, because it was candy and we were young, it was the greatest thing ever. I can't stand them now. Oh, they're nasty. Yeah, but it was, but it was always the same without fail. I'm, I'm still convinced to this day that they just wheeled the tree out and never undecorated and redecorated <laughs> because it literally always looked exactly the same. But I felt like as a kid, I guess looking back on it, it was one of those things that I always knew I could count on. Hmm. Like it was always going to be there. It was always going to be the same. And there was something about that. Maybe it was because our Christmases looked different, you know, for, for my family 
that that was a, a constant. I don't know, but that was that's just something that always just stood out. Hi guys, I'm Morgan Hummerkauser. So it was really hard for me to choose between all, I have wonderful Christmas memories and a lot of fond, fond family moments, but I narrowed it down to two and I think that's pretty good. One, I feel like I cannot not say, you know, um, just because I got engaged on Christmas day. <laughs> that, that good call, good, good call. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, if I said something different and Jonathan was listening, he'd be like, wait, what? Um, and it was a pretty big family affair as well. One of the things that they, they always say is it's hard to surprise me. And sometimes I'm, I'm a little bit of a sleuth. And if people start acting weird, I pick up on those little awkward moments. Um, and I start to ask questions and they're just not good liars. And so I figure it out. But I, I had no clue it was happening. Um, my family got together with Jonathan over Thanksgiving and he asked their permission then. And then I guess the, the plan was in motion and come Christmas day, I usually, after we open presents with my father and that side of the family, I will go into a car, head to Carlsbad, New Mexico to visit my mom and her side of the family and spend Christmas that, that afternoon there. Well, all of a sudden, like this is something that I've done over and over again. They were saying, hey, by the way, can we, can we have lunch, Christmas lunch um, with uh, grandmommy and granddaddy. And I was like, yeah, that's fine. I can leave after that. And then, oh wait, actually we do want to do family photos after that as well. And I was like, oh, okay, sure. Why not? Um, is it gonna, how long is this gonna be? That sort of thing. And they're like, it's only gonna be like maybe 45 minutes tops. And I'm like, okay, sure. Who's taking the pictures? Oh, it's gonna be Kelsey, which was family friend. And, but I also knew that she was in Oklahoma. So I didn't know, I was like, is she driving down that day? And they're like, yeah, yeah. She's gonna, she's on her way back. She's coming home early. And I'm like, oh, okay. This is just odd. Like things are just seeming a little weird. And also I'm trying not to be frustrated that I'm gonna, I'm pushing back that Christmas with my mom's side you know, further and further back. And so I'm just going through the, you know, trying to be a, a good daughter and all that kind of stuff, going through what they had uh, us had planned. And then all of a sudden it kept getting weirder and weirder. Hey, Kelsey's not gonna be able to make it, but we're gonna set up a tripod um, to take a picture here. And I'm like, okay. And then I'm looking at it, I'm like, wait, our whole family's not even here. Like, why are we taking family photos? And it's just gonna be me and two of the, four, uh, two of the three of my siblings um, that are going to be there. And so we're still, I'm like, okay, fine, we'll do that. I arrive and it's just my, my dad there and we don't have the tripod set up. He's going to take it on his iPhone and I'm still just oblivious. And I know I said that I'm good at picking up surprises, but just being engaged just was not, I knew it was happening, but I just didn't think it would happen then. <laughs> Meanwhile, Jonathan is sending me text messages of like pictures of my niece opening presents. And so like, I'm, I am sold that he is there Christmas. Didn't know that my sister-in-law was taking pictures of my niece, sending them to Jonathan while he's at the airport to send to me. And then when he says, hey, family, they always, we always go to uh, a movie, sometimes Christmas day. And they said, we're gonna go see the new Lord of the Rings. I was like, that checks out. He's not gonna text for, you know, three hours. That was a three hour flight to Lubbock, Texas. And sure enough, we sit in this like Santa sleigh 
my dad has his iPhone. It's just me and my <laughs> Mary, Mary right beside me who were really little at the time. We smile, sun's in our eyes, like literally we're squinting. It's the one of those pictures that you're like, okay, open your eyes, one, two, three, open, smile, because the sun's like right in your face. My dad pulls me aside and he goes, hey, what do you think about this? I'm like, why are you asking me? Does it look good or not? You know, like I'm, I'm getting frustrated at this point. When I look at the picture, Jonathan's head's right behind my shoulder. And like, it was one of those, I still did not believe it was happening so much that I thought, Dad, how did you put Jonathan's face in there so quickly? Like, that was the first thought in my head, and I was like, that's impossible. Look up, he's there, and then the surprise happens, and I get engaged. I say yes. Yeah, I was okay being late going to my mom's. <laughs> yeah, um, that was good. And the other one, um, I was in sixth grade and came back from Christmas um, from my mom's side. She lived in O'Donnell at the time, Texas, and came back that that afternoon. And instead of presents underneath the tree, there was nothing um, except for an envelope. And we were kind of just like, "What? What's going on?" And uh, trying not to be disappointed, you know, you're like trying to put a smile on your face, like, "Okay, it's all good. Um, we'll see what it is." And we opened it up, thinking, "Okay, it must be money." You know, and then it was a clue. That clue led to outside, and that outside clue led to my dad's office, and then it went to the laundry room, and then from the laundry room, our bathroom, our bathroom to my parents' master bedroom. There we found this miniature chest. When you opened it up, it was filled with the, the gold coins, $1 gold coins, and so it was money which was awesome because we could buy all of our presents that way that we wanted. So yeah, that was a that was a cool memory, just like being really disappointed <laughs> to like having a like something that I remember to this day. I remember where the clues were. I can't remember what the clue said, but to opening that up and be like, oh, okay, I get it now and being really excited. I will say though that saying I want to go to like the movies and they're like, well, use the money you got for Christmas. And you're trying to count out <laughs> all those gold coins to to buy tickets and then you show up to the concession stand and you're like they're like that's that's ten dollars okay and you open up your baggie <laughs> and count out all those one dollar coins merry christmas this is pastor tanner as i think back about christmas it's always when you're a kid when i was when i was probably 10 or 11 our neighbor had one of those hockey games. It was long, and you, you control the hockey players by those little sticks. I went over there all the time to play. I wanted that game desperately for Christmas. And kind of like Ralphie in A Christmas Story, I gave every hint possible. And like Ralphie, I didn't get it. I looked under the tree. There was nothing that big. I, I couldn't believe because my parents were always great about finding what I really wanted, and they didn't. The Christmas was done, and uh, like Ralphie, you know, I was really disappointed. And they gave me walkie-talkie, and they said, go, go down the block, let's try it. So I went down the block, talked to my mom and dad with a walkie-talkie, pretended like I was thrilled, came back, and on the, on the floor was this gigantic box, and dad said, you missed something. I tore into that. It was, it was Ralphie and the rifle. It was uh, the surprise of what they did. There's, oddly enough, that's the Christmas I, I remember. I also remember the Christmas where I was the giver. Now I'm an adult, and I have two young kids. And VNC did, did the program 
Christmas under the, the gifts under the tree. And my theme was all the gifts that God gives us that we find under our spiritual tree. And Joel Burbrink was the, was the director then of the creative team, designed the sanctuary so that it was a gigantic tree and we were all under it. We had lights hanging over, over us. It was, it was incredible, but they needed huge, huge boxes. So they wrapped up, I don't know, refrigerator boxes. I don't know where they got these boxes. So all, all of the platform was these oversized boxes. I asked what they were gonna do with them. And they said, pitch them. So I said, let me have them. And I remember Dennis Wallace and four or five guys got, got some trucks. Tammy didn't even know I was doing this. We brought those huge boxes Christmas Eve after the service to my home when my kids were in bed. And I put their gifts inside those boxes. It was so much fun Christmas morning, waking up and seeing Jonathan and Julie come down and you couldn't even see the tree. The boxes were huge. Uh, that's a Christmas I also remembered. That was my giving Christmas. Just to see the face of my kids when they saw boxes bigger than the tree, knowing there were gifts in there for them. Well, I hope you have enjoyed hearing from your staff, just sharing some of those experiences that they have had. Next week, we'll wrap up the Christmas edition of the podcast with that same staff sharing with you the different aspects of the biblical Christmas story that have so greatly impacted their life. Merry Christmas. We'll see you next week.